Hey there, and welcome back to another Unmute Presents podcast. And today we're talking with Demasi about security and the importance slash flexibility of a second factor application. So Demasi, for listeners who haven't listened to what we've done in the past, what is 2FA and why should I care about it? So 2FA or sometimes referred to as two-factor authentication, Uh, you may also see it referenced as multi-factor authentication, is where you have, you add another factor to your logins on the web. So typically you're going to log in username and password with second-factor authentication um, or multi-factor authentication. You're going to then need to also supply something else. So typically it goes from something you know to something you have is kind of what the, the, the way that this is, you know, built out in the security lingo. But username and password gets you in. You know that something you have would be something like a two-factor application that generates a code for you or your phone to receive a text message that you're going to type a code in from or a security key. Okay. So if I don't want to get a text message and I actually want to use an application for keeping my second factor authentication code safe, should I be using my password manager for that if it offers it? So I'm going to say that depends or sure with some caveats. Because the convenience is nice and I do myself use one password and they offer to store two factor codes for logins in one password. And I make use of that for what I would say are kind of my lower level accounts. Like they're not, it would be terrible if somebody hacked into them, but you know, with two factor, that's one thing. Also, they're not the top level of security. They're not banking apps. They're not my email you know, logins for for Google or anything like that. You know, it's more or less I want to turn on two-factor everywhere and oftentimes because I'm logging in and out of similar, you know, this service all the time, uh, it just makes things a little quicker. Um, So I would, that's my policy. I mean, adopt it as you want. Some people would say don't do it at all because then you're taking away, you know, what actually is that separation. Um, But again, for me, for, I'm going to say those, those lower level, you know, least important type of accounts. I don't mind doing it there because it's very convenient. I also have, you know, very strong password on my password manager, uh, as well as having two factor on for my password manager. And so obviously you can't store your one, you know, your password managers, second factor in the password manager. Uh, so that does, you know, mean that I also use another app. And for my higher, you know, my bank logins, my Google account, things like that, that could be used to really, you know, have a major negative impact on me if this data ever got out. Like I treat those with the highest level of security. So I definitely keep those separated. Gotcha. So when I'm setting up my 2FA service of choice or app of choice, I'm often given something that I should keep track of. What what are these backup codes for? So the backup codes are in the instance that you don't have access to the device or app or service that you're using for your two-factor codes. So let's take this example here. If I go set up two-factor on my Google uh, account, my Gmail account, they're going to give me a QR code to scan. It's typically the way that you go about this. And I would scan the QR code with the uh, app that I want to use. And it saves that information in. I type in the code that it gives me to verify that 
you know, they're actually time synced up because that's what, you know, the two factor with the scan codes are is time based. Right. So make sure everything's matched up. And then now you have two factor on Google is going to present me with some backup codes that I should download or print out and save somewhere secure. Because let's say I drop my phone in the kitchen sink and now I can't access my phone. And that's the only device that had that two factor app on it. Well, now I can't log into my Google account you know, on a new device because I can't get a code. That's when the backup codes would come into effect. I could use one of those backing backup codes and they are one-time use. So if you do make use of a backup code, you may as well delete it because you'll never be able to use that specific code again. And usually services give you, you know, anywhere between five to 10 of these codes. Uh, but I could use one of my backup codes to access my Google account disable or reset my two-factor so that I am now able to log in normally. So you want to store those somewhere securely. Again, kind of depends on where you're storing everything else. Uh, For me, I keep my backup codes in a secure vault uh, that is stored completely separate away from my password manager and it's not just sitting on my local hard drive, just always sitting there. Um, and I use a password to access that vault that is known to me, but you know, not used anywhere else. Gotcha. So I use Authy as my OTP or one-time passcode tool. And how Authy works is you open the Authy application and it gives you a list of the accounts that you have set up with Authy. And then you double tap while using voiceover and it gives you a little countdown timer telling you how much time is left. And then it gives you a code that you can copy to your clipboard by double tapping on the code. Um, And then you can go paste it where you need to be. What other apps do you have experience with? So I have for quite some time now been using an app that happens to be iOS only. That's called um, OTP Auth. It's a very nice application. Uh, it's also available on the Mac. So it's not iOS only. It's Apple world only, I guess I should say. Um, and it's a nice app. It's accessible, uh, very easy to store codes. Uh, it does offer the ability to encrypt and back up a copy of your your actual codes to iCloud. So when I set up a new device, I have to go in and, and locate that backup for within OTP auth, type in the password that I've used to encrypt that backup so that it can import that data and I'm right back up and running, which is one of the advantages of something like Authy. Authy is taking care of that syncing for you in their case, but OTP auth has given me a similar experience. More recently, I have started using an application uh, or, or testing out an application t- called TwoFAS or it's the number 2FA or the number 2FAS in the App Store. Uh, this happens to be a cross-platform app, which is one thing that interests me uh, because it does work on both iOS and Android. It also allows the ability, similar to, as I mentioned with OTP off, the ability to encrypt and back up your code so that you can restore them to a new device. Uh, on iOS, it will back those up to iCloud. On uh, Android, it will back those up to your Google Drive, which means if I were switching from iOS to Android, I could back up my code from this app. There would be an iCloud. I can grab those from you know iCloud control panel on Windows or iCloud on the Mac bring them over to Google Drive, access them from my Android phone and restore. And there I am ready to go. Uh, A few other apps people are probably familiar with would be Google Authenticator as well. You've already mentioned Authy. And then, of course, the aforementioned password managers tend to also offer these features as well. 
do you know which ones offhand offer them and how that process works for them? So the ones that I would recommend anybody use at the moment would be uh, 1Password offers this, Bitwarden offers this as well, and iCloud Keychain. Um, I don't personally know if the iCloud uh, Sync for Windows password feature brings those codes over or not. I suspect it does, but I would you know prefer to have someone else who's actually used it verify that. Uh, but that's also an option as well. So if I am interested in setting up 2FA, it's best not to do it's best not to use SMS where possible um, and to use one of these applications. If I'm researching these apps and I decide to use another tool that maybe you didn't mention, do you have any things I should look out for, any things I should be aware of before I go start putting all my uh, 2FA keys into these? So there's a couple of things I would say. One, use SMS if that's the only option they give you. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, ideally, you want something a higher level than that. So time-based codes or YubiKeys, you know, uh, FIDO security keys, uh, which is going to give you a very high level of security. Um, be aware, though, and I would say this, you know, goes across any of these, Whether even if you're using SMS, like be mindful before you switch devices that you have done something to make sure that you can reaccess your codes because there's nothing worse than wiping a phone uh, or transferring to a new phone and be like, oh, everything copied over is good, it's ready to go. And then the next day you need to log into, you know, your Google account because it's like, oh, you haven't logged in from this device before and you don't have a way to get to your codes. So again, those, uh, Backup codes that you're offered during setup are definitely necessary to store somewhere so that you can get yourself back up and running. And I would also recommend if you decide to go down the path of using security keys for your second factor, um, follow the best practice advice and get to yeah. uh, before you start doing it. Uh, because I nearly ran into a situation where one of my keys got broken. And if I did not already have a backup key, I would be still locked out of some things today. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the risk of giving up a little bit of convenience uh, for security is, you know, you can use your password manager, but it's not as secure as having two Yubi keys, one to host all your data on and the second one to back stuff up. Yeah, and that is um, that. That's always the trade-off with security, right? It's it's going to be security versus convenience. How inconvenient do you want to make your life to ensure better security? Because uh, we could all just use password. One, two, three is our password. Be super convenient, not very secure though. I think passkeys are going to change that dialogue a little bit because, man, I love passkeys on my Google account. <laughs> I do like the passkeys. They they are nice. I just really wish there were – it's still kind of messy a little bit to me, a little bit more messier than I like it to be um, when it comes to what services or, or uh, devices can store your keys and how you make use of those. But it definitely is a high level of security with a lot of convenience, which is not something often seen in the industry. Check out last month's last Thursday of the month podcast for Unmute. If you're like, well, what is a passkey? Thanks for joining me again, Demasi. How can people reach out to you if they're interested in connecting with you? Uh, I can be found on Mastodon at Demasi, D-A-M-A-S-H-E, at unmute.community. Or go to bedrockinnovations.com slash contact. 
beautiful. And if you have questions and want to send us feedback, feel free to send an email to feedback at unmute.show.